My money machine go beep, I love the sound that it make Plus all these racks and count, I think that my machine bout to break Secure the bag, yeah, that's the brand, and we get to the bag That's right, family, this is the Get to the Bag podcast And I'm your man, Tay Sweat <laughs> You can find me on Instagram, at Tay Sweat If you don't know who I am, please go look me up And I'm here to help you get to the bag, baby That's what this is all about not just the bag financially, though, the bag in life, because you need your finances right. Yes. But you also want to make sure you have the right mindset to get your relationships in your life right and to make sure your health is at a certain level that will allow you to enjoy the money that you've secured while trying to secure the bag. Right. So that's what I'm here for. And I want to help you with and. As always, I always wanted to help you, the listener, the viewer, you, my brother, my sister, my cousin, my uncle, my friend, my neighbor. I wanted to help you. So I made this podcast and I actually make sure I have you all give me feedback on what it is you want to hear me speak about or teach about or just show love on. So before we get started on today's topic, if you have something that you just want to throw this way, you have a question, you want me to talk about something, you want a topic, you want to hear me speak on a topic or give love to a topic or whatever that may be. The best way to do that and get that to me is by way of, you know what I'm about to say, by way of commenting inside of the reviews section so give me the five star review give me a good uh, it ain't gotta be good just give me a decent review and under that review put your question or topic that you want me to speak on and i'll make sure i get to it my goal is to get to as many if not all of the five star reviews i can get it may get a little heavy down there but i will do my best to get to the five star reviews anything under five stars i will Probably not even get down there. So if you give a four star review or one star and then you put a question. Yeah, probably not going to get there. Won't see you, buddy. <laughs> but anyway, what do we have today? Well, I have a really good question um, that was put, of course, in the five star review section. And I think it's actually something that a lot of us kind of skip out on. But it's so relevant to what I wanted to even the reason why I even created Get to the Bag podcast. And that is, Tay, what is the psychological process of getting to the bag? And I, I saw that and I was like, ooh, that is such a good question because none of us really want to think about that, right? We think about the work and, you know, think about it. <clears throat> if you are somebody who's chasing the bag, right, financially, and you're going to, you know, find the next best job, you want to raise, you want this, you want that. One of the first things you're going to do is associate that with work. How much work does it take? What do I need to give up as far as physical, not really the mental not really the, you know, the little things you got to give up on a psychological le level. It's just always going to be physical. How much time I need to work? How many hours? What do I have to lift? 
how much do I need to type out? You know? So this psychological thing really like hit me home. It hit home with what I want this podcast to be. So let's talk about it. I personally have seen many people bust their butt physically at their job, at, at their life, you know, husband, wife, daddy, mama, whatever. I've seen people bust their butts physically but still fail. Why? Because they left out the psychological component. And that's why I think this is such a great thing. Because imagine how many people run head first into a job or into a situation, a situationship. But you don't have the psychological component you need. How many of y'all want to be in love? You want a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, but you ain't got the psychological component. So it keeps failing. What do I mean by that? For example, one of the things that I noticed helped me in all of my relationships, whether they failed or not, was the psychological component of how I approach the relationship. And we're going to talk about getting to the bag, but y'all don't understand getting to the bag does involve that relationship. Because let me tell you something. Yeah, you want money, but there's something you want more than money a lot of times. Or there's something you want after money. <laughs> and that's a nice, fun, sexual experience, right? Now, whether that's going to be with a loved one who's, you know, your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, or whether you're going to do it, you know, you do your thing. You're in the streets. You got to have the psychological component. So one of the things that helped me in every relationship I've ever been in, even not... Let's not even not talk about the intimate relationships, but just business relationships, friendships, relationships just with someone who I may know, you know, where I'm going, you know, to the gym. Those are relationships as well. And one of the psychological things that I've already always carried into relationships with me is I am going to give you so much that you're going to feel stupid trying to or fucking over me if you try to fuck over me or if you actually accomplish fucking over me you're gonna feel like an idiot <laughs> and i've always carried myself like that i've always went i'm a very given person you could you can see that here i'm a very given person and this is a psychological thing that it takes to be a good person in a relationship, if you ask me, this is just my personal opinion. But if you're going to be in a relationship, whether it's a friendship, hey, when you receive something as somebody who wants to take that same mentality, you 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 kind of like outdo the person what they just gave you. So I'll give you a great example. One of the ways that I even <laughs> I got to give him a shout out. But this is a relationship that I absolutely cherish because it's my best friend. And one of the ways I got to this point, this level that I'm at is because I had his support. Right. I had his support. So <clears throat> I lose my job. You know, this is back in 09 uh, going into 2010. So basically around the time where there was a, a recession, recession going on, everything's messed up. I lost my job, filed bankruptcy, lost my house, lost my car. Literally, they took everything. Right. Well, my best friend since like high school this is my guy, right? This is like my brother. Shout out to Ed. Well, 
he basically extended the opportunity for me to he's like look i'm gonna give you this offer you you're trying to do something good you just got certified as a trainer he saw me working he's like you just got certified as a trainer you're doing your thing you need to get to the gym though right this is before uber and this is before you know uber wasn't around then my man would come pick me up and take me to the gym to train i'd stay there all day and then after the gym sessions are over or after the, the day has gone out, you know, away, he gets off and work. He picked me up again and take me back home. Right now, I'm going to tell you all something. He was such a good friend, so much so that it didn't look normal to the average person. This is how fucked up people are. And this is why I wanted to talk about that psychological part. He was such a good friend. And showed up psychologically as a good friend. So much so that the people around us, not the people, it was just really one idiot. She goes, huh. That's weird. Are y'all gay? Literally, literally. She asked me, are y'all gay? And I go, why the hell would you say that? And to be quite frank. I don't think there's anything wrong with people who are. But I wanted to know what makes you what makes you say some silly shit like that. And she goes, well. I mean, I get it, you know, a friend is good and all, but. <laughs> that's just weird for people to be so friendly, so, so, to be so supportive, to be so helpful. I'm, I'm thinking, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? By the way, this is one of my exes. She she literally asked that question. And I should have known. See, that was a red flag, right? You know, you do the red flag. That should have been a red flag right there. Because now I should have picked up on that and go, oh, so you don't know that this is how you should carry out a relationship. You should be so giving. You should be so supportive. That it almost looks crazy to the outsiders. And because she didn't know that, it played out in our relationship. And of course, it didn't end up working. I had to get her ass out of here. But anyway, this is definitely something that happened. Now, this happened to me. And how how did I handle the situation? Well, because I show up with the attitude of, hey, I'm going to make sure whoever's in my space, my friends, my girlfriends, my, my fiancés, wives, whatever. I'm going to make sure I treat you so good and take care of you so well or support you so well or do things so well with this given spirit that I have that it's going to basically make you look like a fool if you try to do something crazy or if you just leave. You're going to look like a fool. I can't believe you leave in that situation. Right. So the way I retaliate, uh, that's how I consider it. It's a retaliation to goodwill. It's a goodwill retaliation. So the way I retaliated to my best friend slash, I call him my brother now, he's family. So the way I retaliated to Ed being such a dope individual, well, <laughs> once I got on and I made it, he ain't never had to worry for anything, right? Man, I need 30K for this. Here you go. 
man, I need, you know, I, hey, I'm trying to do this real estate deal. I need $75,000. There you go. What you need. And of course, you know, Ed's going to be, you know, y'all will meet Ed. You know, he's on the podcast. You'll see Ed for on the Money Mondays, right? That's that's my brother. That ain't my best friend. That's my brother. He's been we've been brothers since we were sixteen, right? And this is how I approach using that same psychological thing that you know. What's the psychology of being getting to the bag? That's how you get to the bag. You want to get a good friend? That you talking about securing the bag? It's almost it's almost worth money if you get a really good friend that's supportive. That you know got your back no matter what. That's that's worth money. <laughs> like literally, that's like that's getting to the bag in the relationship, uh, the race, relationship segment of things. That's getting to the bag. Same thing. That's that's how I work when it comes to my you know relationships with my sexual relationships with my intimate relationships. Right, girlfriend, fiance, wife. Shit, we could just be we could just be messing around. You know, that's how I roll when I was in the streets. That's how I roll. Dinner on me. You know, whatever. I'm opening doors. I'm doing my thing, right? Come on in because I want to establish a nice relationship with you. If I'm going to share my spirit with you, I'm going to lay with you. I want I want to make you feel so good before I even touch you. That's that's the psychological part of securing the bag and getting to the bag, Right. So, yeah, I'm pulling out chairs. I'm opening doors. I'm doing all of this. I know some of y'all like, but Tay, you just you just for the mess around for a couple nights or whatnot. It's just a little, you know, it's a little piece of booty. Why you why you going so hard? Because once again, that's just how I roll. One night with me, baby, is it's unforgettable. Right. You're going to remember it. That's just how I roll. So that's why I say that psychologically, this is how I roll in my relationships and securing the bag in relationships. So family gets the same treatment, friends get the same treatment, girlfriend, wife, she gave me more treatment, right? Same treatment. I show up so much so that I'm like, hey. I'm going to make you feel so good and give you such. And it's not even a financial thing where I'm showering them with gifts. If you got the money, cool. But I'm just saying as a person, I want to make you feel so good and make life so great for you and how I treat you. that You're going to be crazy if you leave this situation one or two. If you try to fuck me over, that's how I carry myself. Right. And this is not for everybody because it takes work being a, a amazing human being. Right. It takes work. But this is also the psychological thing when you want to secure the bag. Now, what's the similarity, though? Because you're like, well, Tay, I'm trying to get this money. Like, what do you mean? Like, how do I treat people when I'm trying to get this money? Well, I use that same philosophy psychologically. I use that same philosophy and I say, hey, when I want to secure the bag financially. I take that same account accountability that's the word of the day boys and girls (laughs) accountability in the way and i take extreme accountability extreme responsibility 
whatever happens is my fault. And I know some people have a hard time taking that. But whatever happens is my fault. Good or bad. Uh Uh-oh. See, now we're getting ready to get into something. It ain't Jesus' fault. It ain't the devil. Oh, that's me. I did that. If something go wrong, uh uh-oh, I made a boo-boo, right? I messed up. It wasn't the devil. But you know what? If I if I show up every day, I read books every week, I, I, I work 80 hours a week, I go hard at this. That's my fault, too. When the success come, uh-oh, that's my fault. That's my fault. I did that. This is extreme accountability, extreme responsibility. But that's that psychological component that nobody really takes, that not many people Jump into that swimming pool, right? The psychological swimming pool of accountability. (laughs) But you want to get to the bag. It's all about that responsibility and accountability. How can I show you that? Remember earlier, I said that for a reason. Remember earlier, I mentioned how I just see people work hard, so hard trying to chase the bag. And they end up not really making much. They work hard physically. They might make a hundred K, you know, for grinding and working hard, but they kind of hit this ceiling and a hundred K is about as far as they're going as far as quote unquote hard work. When does the money and how the money comes in change from hard work, sweat, equity, right? When does it change? The money coming in changes when the responsibility changes. So how many of you work harder than your boss? Think about this. See, now I'm about to hit you and it's going to hurt because how many of you all work harder than your boss or your uh, supervisor or your CEO? The motherfucker that sit at the top of the company. How many of you work harder than those people? Right. I know a lot of y'all shaking your head and and fucking pointing at the camera right now. Like You got damn right. I work harder than them. But they all make more money than you make. Right. Even if you're not in that current situation. You've been in a situation where you worked harder. Than your boss, than your manager. Right. Your CEO, you work harder than them. But they still made more money than you. Why? Well, they made more money than you because they were responsible for more than you were. (laughs) You see what I'm doing? I'm linking responsibility and accountability to that psychological component needed to get to the bag. This is where we drop the ball. Extreme accountability, extreme responsibility. So you get paid based on your responsibilities that you have taken on. And that you continue to show up for. Right. Because I'll just give you an example for me. I remember when I first started my personal training business online. I remember I took vegan trainer online. And. When I when I hit a million dollars a year as the vegan trainer, people 
would sometimes hate. And I mean, it's okay. They can hate all they want. But they will sometimes hate not realizing what I've done to get to that point of a million dollars a year. The responsibility that I had taken on. Because at one point, I had put it out into the ethos. I put it out into the internet. I said, hey, if you black or brown and you are unhealthy and you were close to getting diabetes or you got diabetes, you're getting high blood pressure and you're close to dying, you're overweight and you're looking like you're on that death trail. It's my fault because I ain't did or said something to pull you out of that world. I haven't done or said something to make you change your mind when you go up to that refrigerator and you get ready to pull out some fucking chicken, some red meat. Pizza and pepperonis. I still haven't said something to convince you to come to come this way, baby. Come to the vegan world. I took responsibility for that. And I took responsibility for a whole group, black and brown people. Now, I'll be honest, that's also why I started to retire, too, because it was weighing on me. Because every black and brown person that I saw die from preventable diseases, it hit me right in the chest. Oh, I'm like, fuck. That's my fault. You died because I didn't get to you. I didn't say something that was going to convince you to put it down. If you didn't know who I was, I didn't put enough money into marketing to get in front of you on your iPhone. Right. I didn't do or say something. I didn't get in the right places and spaces for you to even come into contact with me. I didn't do something to get to you so that I could stop you from eating what was causing you to go down the wrong journey. That led to your death. And that shit was hurting me. It was eating me alive. Because I had took such a crazy level of responsibility. And accountability. Right. Now I'm not telling y'all y'all gotta be super extreme like that. But that's just how I move. That's just how I move. That's the psychological part that it takes to get to that level. Because now I'm doing crazy amounts of advertising crazy amounts of you know this live going live and doing podcasts i've been doing this since the vegan trainer days right so because i took such a crazy level of accountability and responsibility i was like well shit i gotta get in front of these people and since i'm taking so i'm taking putting everybody in the black and brown race on my back then i gotta i gotta fucking get out there i can't sit on the fucking couch and chill out I can't worry about just me and my family, me and mine. Right. I got to do so much. I got to take so much action. That I got to get out there so people see me and I can start helping people to change. Right. So in that crazy amount of action that I took, what ended up happening was I started reaching so many people. And honestly, when you reach decent people you ain't even got to be that good but when you reach decent people what happens when you reach and help let me say it that way when you reach and help decent people decent people want to help back they're like shit you've helped me so much 
can I do something for you? Do you have a program, something I can support? Cause fuck Tay, like you really changed my life. I don't know how I can thank you other than just supporting what you got. Maybe there's something you have that I can support. And I did. I had a $300, $300 a month, a $300 a month program. I said, you can support this. I'll make your nutrition plans. I'll make your workouts and then I'll support you via, uh, you know, I'll, you know, emotionally support you via walkie talkie. Uh, feel free to take my business model for any trainers out there, <laughs> but I use Voxer and I would support, you know, you pay me 300 a month and it, Got to a point where I helped so many people. Everybody was like, man, I got to give you some money or something. I got to support what you're doing because you've helped me so much, Tay. Fuck. How can I help you? You got something for me to support? Great. Thank you. And I ended up getting a revolving door of about eh, 700 to about 900 clients paying me $300 a month. And that, you know, they fall off. You know, you got your churn rate. But that was how I built the business. The way I built it. That's how I got to the amount of money that I was making. That's how I built a million dollar business. Just simply off the back of taking on the responsibility and the accountability to help so many people that it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt me, but I'm going to help. Right. That's what I did. And this is what I'm always telling other people who want to get to a next to the next level. Financially, especially. What's take? What's the psych? That was the question. Take what's the psychological process to get to the next level? I'm gonna leave you with that accountability and massive a responsibility that you have to take. And maybe you have to take it in different areas, right? Maybe you have to take the responsibility for a group of people, or a certain type of person, or a certain type of mission, a certain type of job that needs to get done. I'm taking responsibility for that. If that doesn't get done, it's my fault. It's my fault, right? That is that. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the key to get into the bag financially. Now, there's some other things you can do, of course. But if you are missing that psychological component of accountability and responsibility, <laughs> oh boy, you're going to struggle. You're going to struggle. So, yes, that's how I got here. When I pay people, you know, I'd buy into a coaching program. I'd buy into something. Hey, teach me how to trade stocks. This is back when I was a vegan trainer. And we're talking like seven years ago. Teach me how to trade stocks. If I don't learn how to trade stocks, it's because I did something wrong. If I don't learn something from this process, I fucked up. But what we like to do in our world, hey, I paid you and I ain't learned nothing. Right? <laughs> And it's like, hey, you should have took that on. You should have took that on. And I know it's hard. I heard, and I won't take full credit for this, what I'm about to tell you, because after I started talking about accountability and responsibility, I actually heard somebody give another scenario talking about a car accident. And it, and it was really profound because nobody wants to take this type of accountability. But watch this. I remember Grant Cardone, shout out to Grant. He was talking about a car accident and massive responsibility, right? And he goes, 
hey man, if I get out there and somebody rear ends me, pause. <laughs> somebody rear ends me in a car, that's my fault. And it I'm telling you, it drove people crazy. Like, what do you mean? They hit you. It's his fault. No. Because you probably should have left earlier. <laughs> if you would have left five minutes earlier, the car wouldn't have hit you because you wouldn't have been right there. It's not that you have to act like a maniac and take responsibility for everything just for doing it. It's what comes from it. It's what is what basically is made and brewed from living and thinking like that. If you start thinking like, man, whatever happened around me or to me or about me, it's my fault. You start acting accordingly because, you know, ain't nobody else to blame. You know, there is nobody else to blame. That is the psychological process that you have to go through. And it's going to take some work because I got some uber religious people out there that you want to blame everything on something inside the religion. Right. Well, pastor didn't teach that in the book. Well, did you pick the book up on your own? <laughs> right. Man, the devil working hard today. No, maybe you just ain't working hard. You ever think about that? These are the things that we hear. Even on a, on a good side. Right. Jesus, take the wheel. No, you get your ass up. And you take the wheel, right? You handle what you need to handle. This is what I'm seeing. This is what I'm hearing. These are the words. And I know some of this stuff is so small. You're like, take, hey, come on, man. Don't pick us for everywhere we say. But I'm telling you, words have power. So I won't even say some of that stuff. I won't say some of those things. Ain't nobody taking the wheel. I got the wheel, right? All I need, all I need from the most high is some nice good energy right the power just give me the power right give me the health give me the power to be disciplined enough to take care of my own health you see how i just spent that back around no 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 i'm not praying to the most high or the ancestors or whomever you pray to i'm not praying for more health or for better health no i'm praying for the information bring the information my way so i personally can make sure my health is good. Bring me the information my way so I can personally take that information and make my financial situation better. Bring me the person that maybe I want to get married to or maybe that could be a good candidate of a boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, right? Whatever y'all into, it's cool. Bring me that person and I'll take it from there. This is how it works. This is that psychological process. So I'm not going to look. I'm not going to get on you if you're not doing it, but you can't say you didn't hear it from me. So get your psychological process together. And I promise you, you're going to get your shit together and your life gets better. And guess what? When you get better, you're going to be able to say, fuck, I did this. So whoever you pray to, yeah, God gave you the energy and the power and the mind and all of that good stuff. But you did it. You carried it out. You carried it out. But if you don't get that result you're looking for, it wasn't the devil, baby. It wasn't because your prayer didn't reach God. It was because your ass didn't do something. <laughs> this is the psychological process once again.
So please write these things down. Write some things down that you want to do and you want to be responsible for. Responsible for helping. Responsible or accountable for when things don't go right. What are you going to do about it? Right? Write them down. Start to tell yourself, I'm responsible for this. Good or bad. And I promise you, your actions in life will start to change so that you will make sure you don't F it up. Because it's going to be your fault. All right. So that's my time for the day, family. I love y'all. Continue to show up. I'm going to continue teaching and getting showing love and doing all that good stuff. Once again, if you have any questions or topics you want me to talk about or just, you know, just cover on the podcast remember five star review lead write your review out and then write your question and i will get to as many five star reviews to make topics and you know podcasts uh maybe even fully on that topic or i'll just make a podcast where i just kind of run down a couple questions at a time so we'll see how this thing works but other than that i love you all keep doing your thing i'll see you at the top baby let's get to this bag